Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. And today, our guest is my favorite student, Cannon Spidel. Cannon's going to tell us a wonderful story of immigration uh, several hundred years ago um, coming from France and the, the group of Protestants that we call Huguenots. Cannon, welcome to the show. Uh, hello, it's good, good to be here. I'm glad you're here. And uh, yeah, this is a really good story. Why don't you go ahead and get into it? So uh, on March 1st, uh, 1664, Abraham LaRue was born, and he was a son of Abraham and Jean de Four LaRue. And um, around uh, 1680, uh, Abraham, Jean, and um, some of Abraham's siblings uh, were among the Huguenot families who uh, fled the... Uh, Catholic persecution of the French, and they fled to uh, Huguenot settlement in New York. All and right. So before you go on from there, I'm just thinking Huguenots. Uh, gosh, there's been several different times in French history where the Huguenots have left France for a variety of reasons, going all the way back to ooh, um, fifteen. Uh, <laughs> was it fifteen? 65, one of the reasons the Spanish went to St. Augustine because there were Huguenots just north of there. Um, so that was a different group of Huguenots, right? And so there's been lots of different times that French uh, Protestants have left out of there because of uh, per the persecution of Catholicism. So l let's go ahead. Um, so uh, among the, uh, the, um, the offspring of Abraham, uh, LaRue and Jean Dufour LaRue. Um, uh, there was uh, Franz, and he settled near uh, present-day Albany, New York, and um, and he was led under, uh, in the settlement of uh, Huguenots, they were led under uh, Louise Dubois, and uh, he soon married uh, Celia Johns Damon. And then as for Jocks, he settled in Hackensack, New Jersey. Okay. Mm, yeah, so uh, um, get, what's the year that they came over? Did you tell me that? It was around uh, 1680. Around 1680. So Yeah, so that was the time that, that obviously the English had uh, taken over the colony of New York, and there were still lots of people moving into th that area in, in New York, uh, up and down the, the Hudson River. Uh, another name that pops in here is, uh, you, did you say Dubois or Dubois? Uh, yeah, uh, Louise Dubois. Yeah, Dubois. Um, yeah, that's another, that's another old Huguenot name. So uh, it, it's that runs through uh, veins in, in American history. All right, pretty cool. And uh, Abraham, uh, he located on uh, Staten Island, and uh, he soon also moved to New Jersey. And in uh, 1687, he married uh, Mary Magdalene, um, and, uh, and Abraham also died in New Jersey in 1711. Um, and what followed this was a period of just uh, generations passed by without much happening as they, they continued to move throughout the United States. Um, like they moved west into Kentucky and um, further south as well. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, when we talk on the podcast, you know, we talk about push effects and pull effects. Um, Let's talk a little bit about some of the, and we talk about context. So the context was 
Uh, this is in uh, 1680 in France, and you remember who the king was? Uh, yes, King Louis the Fourteenth. King Louis the Fourteenth. And what? What do you from class? What do you remember about King Louis the Fourteenth? Uh, he was an absolute monarch who um, who wanted only one religion in his uh, country, and that was Catholicism. Yeah, and um, gosh, I- even before he got to be the king, his his minister tried to barely tried to get rid of any of uh, the. Uh, nobles that were uh, that were Protestants, and so there was a huge conflict there for many years, um, and yeah, and he was the absolute monarch. So French people left. Where uh, there was, where else did French people go um, besides coming to America? Uh, some uh, fled to other places in Europe, like the Netherlands, and uh, some also fled to Africa as okay. well. All right, um, yeah. So. So your people came to America, and this is a long time ago. When we start looking at, you know, like it's 1680, this is a full 100 years before the uh, United States of America became United States of America. So you talk about several generations of, of your ancestors being uh, colonists before we were ever uh, a country. So we talk about the push effect with King Louis the Fourteenth. Um, there were different places they can go. Uh, I don't know what were some of the pull effects that might have led them to America instead of staying in the Netherlands or someplace else. Well, um, some places in America they offered uh, religious freedom, and that um, greatly pulled uh, the Larus um, because they wanted to um, freely practice their uh, Protestant religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and and that falls into context. They weren't the only Protestants that came to our country. Uh, obviously, we know from initial colonization that, you know, pilgrims and Puritans came here. Different type of Protestantism, but definitely coming for the same reasons. Um, I, w- I would imagine in 1680, and uh, there was a lot of land that you could uh, settle in. Uh, even even there in, in New York, there was still a tons of land right up the Hudson River um, that you could farm. Or um, Do you have any idea what they did when they came to America? Did they have trade or were they farmers or did that kind of get lost in history uh, i think they're uh farmers yeah Uh, that would make sense very good um and then and then off to new jersey and then you i think you mentioned staten island some of them went to staten island and then down to new jersey these are all uh, back then new jersey was just uh, one big uh, agricultural uh, you know place and grew probably the same types of things that they would be used to growing um back you know back in europe and uh, this is actually a really a uh, cool fact, but um, it is believed that um, so whenever the Larus moved to Kentucky, they're near the place of Abraham Lincoln's birth, mm-hmm. and uh, it's believed that three Larus were present at his birth. Huh. And interesting. Um, and since uh, as a, a pattern in the Larue family is that Abraham is a very common name, um, and uh, it is also believed that um, Abraham Lincoln was named after uh, someone in the Larue family. That's where he got the Abraham of Abraham Lincoln. Now, that's pretty cool. So uh, that, that's we, there's lots of different stages of this migration here to Canon. When you look, you look at people come to America, and then the settlement of Kentucky is another huge migration pattern, um, and it sounds like the LaRue's were part of that. Is there a LaRue County in Kentucky? There is, yes. Huh. wonder if that's a connection there. Um, and... Um, and then uh, many more years passed, and uh, we get to the Civil War. And the Civil War split the Luru family in half between the Union and the Confederacy. 
uh, most of the Liu family was uh, part of the Union, while some were um, Confederate. So this uh, caused like a lot of tension between the family and yeah. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, that's very interesting. Um, and you've got a lot of a uh, lot of good information here, a lot of good stories of movement, uh, initial initial movement, and then movement within our country. Uh, and then a little follow-up there. Where did you get all this information, Cameron? Um, so I, I talked with my uh, grandparents, and they um, they gave me uh, links to these websites, um, like Ancestry websites, and uh, there's articles on the Luru family. It's a it's quite a popular um, line of descendants. So uh, it seems to me like they had they had some kind of a family history maybe we would consider it oral family history they knew something about it and then they used um some of this uh, other material from uh, ancestry and probably some other uh, genealogy websites to sort of piece some things together that w- was able to um give a little meat to the bones of a f- of a family oral history and um and then you you got the information from your grandparents and and what is any th- any other story goes along with that or did they enjoy talking with you about it? Yeah, did they? Yeah. They're they're they love studying their family history. They know a lot about it. Um, yeah, that's a that's that's an interesting story. Um, it's a great story of migration, a pattern of migration. Um, but it also fits into context of a lot of the things that have gone on in our country with uh, push effects and pull effects and how people make it when they get here. And the bottom line, really, from my standpoint, is um, this is a country of opportunity. They came here for, uh, obviously, religious freedom and, and then and then opportunity. They wanted a place. Uh, they could have gone to the Netherlands. They could have gone to England. They could have gone someplace else, but they came to the United States. Well, it wasn't the United States then, but they came to the colony of um, – the colony of New York and then New Jersey, and they came to the 13 colonies, and, and they made a great life for themselves. And then on to Kentucky, and that's a wonderful part of that story too. Um, so that's pretty cool. Anything else you want to uh, add here? Uh, basically, they just uh, continued to move west as the uh, as the as they like they as the colonists uh, you know pushed uh, the Indians out of the country, and they um, just expanded westward and south. Um, and uh, one, uh, uh, one of the really primary connections that can be seen through the Larue's and um, my family in the present day is the name of my sister. Um, her name is Josephine Larue Spidel. There you yeah. go. Yeah, and and that's a very that what you just said about the family moving a little farther west and south. That's a very American thing, and you'll get a lot more of that next year in a push. The the patterns within our country, but a lot of families sons the next generation you know they didn't get the family land or they wanted land so they just moved west on their own we had a few episodes ago uh kylie kilpatrick was talking to us about her ancestor daniel boone which uh, was one of the kind of one of the founders of kentucky uh, moving in and always wanted to stay on the edge of, of the frontier and, and a lot of people are like that and a lot of second sons are like that and just a lot of the next generation often get like that so and and that's that's a great story fits right into what is a very american pattern of movement for us so thank you very much for bringing this great story to us canon i learned definitely learned something today uh i'd always heard about how king louis the 14th was uh was a big time catholic absolute monarch 
and you know in the in the textbooks it talks about uh, the Huguenots kind of moving on to the Netherlands. But you know, you brought me a story that that I'll put in the back of my mind that'll always help to, for me to to understand something about our colonial past too. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, of course. Okay.